dealing with real estate agents and how they act if they win or lose business. Very interesting topic. Stick around. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 378. My name is Michael Bergerbach, Novak. You're judged in the hard times more so than in the good times. And um, I think as real estate agents, a lot of people can relate to very well. When you win business, the feeling. When you lose business, the feeling. But it's also the actions um, agents do. But in short, some agents can be sore losers and I don't think that's a good thing. What do you reckon, Mark? Well, what's made you talk about this topic today, Mr. Bergio? Yeah, so what's what um, drummed up this topic was... Because, it's it's, yeah, it's true. And I just don't... Like, you've got to look at it. Does your actions have any benefit? Like, rather than you just shooting off steam. So what happened was... There was a, um, I was called in for an appraisal. They had already called in the managing agent who had managed that property for many years. Um, they put together on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a rental basis. So they, this agent was, you know, was fairly familiar with the property for a very long time and had a relationship going with the owner. Yeah. Uh, they called me in for a second opinion, which which is the right thing to do, even if you know the agent you want to select or you believe you do. Always get a second opinion for the property. Hear a different strategy. So they did, uh, and they liked my strategy more. They nominated me to sell the agent. Um, we were able to secure a purchaser. So there was a, a tenant in there. The managing agent gave termination because the property needed work. It wasn't presented um, to the best, but the, the the owner really wanted a quick sale. So one strategy was let's wait three months till they leave and then spend 15 grand, make it look all, all good, which didn't really tick the boxes and the, the other agent didn't adapt that strategy. And we do a lot of social media, a lot of off-market, a lot of off pre-market opportunities with the intention to go to market. I sort of said to the owner, we can do that strategy, no problem at all. But let's try this strategy in the interim instead of sitting on our hands for three months. And it's and, and, if, not you, to and if you can get that premium price, boom. Yeah, not to mention the that agent went in, I think, at eight hundred thousand. We went in at nine fifty to a mil. So already she was like, "Well, you guys are a big difference." And we we've been very active, a lot more active than this agent. Like as a company, it'd be a hundred to two properties. So I was like, "I've consulted our whole sales team." They've looked at the video. We're confident. So there was even more reason to to get this uh, property. But where it went really sour, um, one, there was a few comments when I was nominated. But then when he, the other agent found out the property had sold, keep in mind he is managing this property. He's given termination to the tenant. It's supposed to be vacant by February 11th. Uh, the agent basically sent an email to the owner saying, very simple, how could you do this to me? I was looking after you for many years. I've heard you've sold it. Basically, you can manage it yourself. 
you can, yeah, I'm out, sort of thing, which was, yeah, and you can imagine the owner just, you're paying them to manage the property. Like there's management and there's sale, just because you didn't chose on on the sale to just to give up and say, hey, we're not managing it anymore. And there'd been some issues with the tenant. So you're dropping the owner in a bad position. And then as, as yeah, like, and there was a bit more to it, but that's sort Through of the- Through thick and thin, you know, but, but I, I think the, the moral of the story is through thick and thin, like, you know, they, they're choosing you as a rental agent in good times and in bad. You don't, you don't just spit your dummy out when life gets really hard. So you've been appointed for that work. And because they didn't get appointed for a different job, which was the sales job, they just threw the towel in, spat the dummy out and uh, and, and said to the owner, you can look mid, mid, right at a critical part of a tenant exiting a property. Just said, screw you, look after yourself. Bad business. And then tried to blame the owner. Like you didn't, you didn't list it with me. You didn't communicate. And it's like, what's there to communicate? You're managing the tenant. You had given them notice. They were supposed to be out by Feb 11th. You had been told it was sold. So you, but what more did you need to know? Your job was to see that tenant out. You're still charging management fees. So it was, it's, um, it was an absolute mess, but it just reminds me because I know um, there's been a few dealings where Lisa has gone up against another agent and they just talk shit, to put it simple. And I, I never well, see it going well. I never hear an owner saying, oh, yeah, you, <laughs> the person I was going to meet is a piece of shit. I will go to you. Like, it doesn't happen. <laughs> I just don't see the wins there. It's, but I don't know. you're going to lose the business, and I've got to tell you, like, and there's a couple of reasons why people don't actually end up selling. But even if they end up selling, if you're going to lose the business, say they really liked you and they really liked the agent they chose, say there was a 1% difference. So you're a, you, you, were, you, you were a 90 you were 98% there, the other agent was 99% there, they got the business. Like to, to be the agent that didn't get the business – and just call up the client and fucking grill the client. And, like, it's different if it's competitive, saying, look, I just can't understand why you've made that decision. There are, you know, there are compelling reasons why I should have done it. Do you understand? Can, may I explain, uh, if you haven't lost the business? But if you've, if you've, if the age, if the person's actually signed, like, one of the things I've always said is, look, so I can improve my future um, presentations I do with clients. What were the things that actually made you um, helped you with the decision to choose the other agent? Because they are the things I'd like to sharpen up on. And it was actually a genuine question, not a tactical question, but a genuine question. Then I would say right, right, right. And then when I went in up against that agent or any agent, I had my blade sharpened. Second thing I, 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 I say when I lose business, and believe it or not, Michael, I do lose business. Um, second thing I say is I'm always here for you. So in the event of everything, anything not working out or in the event of you seeing another property that you like, if you want some advice, I'm always here for you for free. Um, that, I got that. That you got that tenant goes away. Hey, good morning, Emma. Good morning, Tony. Um, that that tenant goes away. Sorry, that owner goes Vendor. away. Going, 
what a good loser. You know, like, yeah. ha- handled it well. That was awkward, and they took away from the awkwardness from me, and they asked how they can improve themselves, and they are there for me. I haven't – I, as an owner, have not burnt the bridge with Mark. We're still okay. So if I, have, if I see a property I want to buy I can st- with Mark, I can still ring Mark, right? Now, the flip side is what we're talking about today, is the this age will go, will go off their bloody – off the Richter at the client. The client says, like, screw you. Now, next time their friend wants to sell, they're going to go get Mark through and get blah, blah through two good agents. You're actually – you know – You've killed that. And everyone's going to ask that person who just sold, how'd your agent go? Now, they're definitely not going to recommend you if you're sandbagging the agent or if you're a sore loser. But they're definitely going to put you on the top two of the list if they looked at three, four, five agents, have a look at these two guys. They may they may say their agent's number one, but these guys were number two. And then there might be a, uh, an association there that they go, I'm going to call both. Hundred percent, and my whole thing was is about it as well, which I think a lot of agents miss the point. An owner has a thousand, like Northern Beaches, they have a thousand other agents to pick. They've done their research. They've come up with their own informed position to call in to. Now, by you saying the other agent is a piece of shit, only an idiot will call them in. Basically, is the message the owners get. You're calling the owner an yep. idiot for calling them in. Like, it's, a lot of owners take it as a personal insult. They've done their research. They've checked them out That's online. Come up That's with their own conclusion. Well. Yeah, and go, these top, these are the top two. I like these. Regardless of who they choose from past then, you're insulting the owners, which I've gotten business many times because of that in itself. Then you make a really good point, but Mark. Think about this. How many listings or opportunities do you get after you basically insult an owner? Not many, if any. But when you call the owner to say- And their friends and, their friends and family. Exactly, exactly. And we all know real estate's a referral, friends and family, that they're the biggest, like that, the biggest source of new clients is recommendation. I've had more recommendations from business I've lost than probably business I've gained because you're a gracious loser. And I do exactly what you wow. said, Mark. I always say, how can I, one, I can help. And especially with commercial, it is quite difficult to, for an owner who may only own one property and they inherit it. So I've given so much support. I've probably sold more listings for the competitors than they've sold themselves because I've helped their vendors through. But then I've been referred by friends and family and it may take a year or two, but you're just there to help for one. Um, but then also, then when they can't sell the property, the existing agent, especially in commercial property, doesn't happen in three weeks like residential. could take a year. could take six months. So you generally yep. do get a, another bite of the cherry. So And then they've yep. come to me straight away going, yeah, like you've helped us more than our listing agent. We're terminating after the thing and it's all on you. And they trust you so much more because you were helping when you had no incentive to help. You were just being good, a good person. Okay, so I don't mean to be political or anything, but I I was Biden and Trump, right? Yes. I was going, you know what? I don't know this Biden guy, Trump, so they don't mind him. They like him, but they don't mind him. Probably if I was to choose to. I like him and I like him. (laughs) Yeah. 
Pick your words carefully and terminate this yeah. real quick. <laughs> terminate this. Now, because he acted like a pork chop when he lost, mm. I, I think he's just screwed himself for all future presidencies. If he wanted to, I don't know if he didn't want to, but I just thought the way the way that that was uh, uh, that that business was lost, that that presidency was lost. It just killed his future. It just killed his future. His future for, for presidency again. So, message from me to peeps today is: you are definitely uh, judged on how when times are bad more so than when times are good. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone looks great in good times, uh, in a good property market, uh, in a bad property market, or bad you know bad environment that's when your true colors really come out it is and trump for 2024 <laughs> yes he could always pick words a bit better but if um anyway but i um but i think a lot of agents have to learn with it like it sucks to lose there, there can be big money 30 40 grand on the sale of the property but you've got to put your needs and wants last it's as simple as that you're there to serve it's a big emotional decision. Think about it this way. People, a lot of people, I've always said it like the three Ds when clients come in and why they're selling. Death, divorce, disputes is a lot of the time. I reckon 80% think like, and Mal, think of a lot of time when you're selling a property. If you get to that motivation, it's generally one of them for at least 80%. Sometimes you get the great example of I'm upsizing, life is good. But a lot of the time it is a death of divorce and dispute. And do you, that means in their life, they've got a lot of shit going on. Do you really they think they need a bloody a real estate agent in their ear bickering about the choice they made when they could have, could have just got a divorce, a loved one? It's the worst timing for it. I, I totally agree with what Mark said. It's okay to call and say, what could I have done better? And, they may, and a lot of time they'll tell you it with that way and offer the line yeah, of support reckon- through the sale. Most of the time, I, I, you know, and I think if you ask the question the right way with the right tone, um, I reckon all the time they'll actually say to me, "Look, hey, these are the reasons why," and you know, thank you, and we really appreciate your time, and yeah, yeah, so, and uh, I like that. Tony's all good advice and recommendation. Let's talk about retirement villages tomorrow because there's a lot happening Northern Beaches. There's many different structures to buying them. Some I like, and some I think. If you've got kids and want to leave them a dollar, don't go down that path. That's a really good topic. Yeah, there's a couple of hooks. There's a couple. Mark's just breaking up a bit, but I know what he's saying. There's a couple hooks and really, like I understand why they have those structures in buying them, but they're not good. Not if you're buying it for a tight budget. A lot of people think they could sell their home for 1.8, downsize to a retirement village for 1.2. They'll have a little bit of money and they'll leave a bit for the kids. But no, if you're selling for five mil, buying for one, two, then you'll have a little bit of money. But it's, uh, there's some hooks and we're, we're happy to talk about it tomorrow or I may need a day to get a bit of the structures to, like paperwork that we can talk about. But we can definitely have a discussion on that, Tony. Hopefully tomorrow I'll, I'll work on that today. Mark, he's still there or is it cutting out? Yeah, Mark's cutting out, guys. But um, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Tony, thank you very much for the recommendation for a topic. We will get on to that.